What's happening, Birds Nation? It's listen. We're almost at the off season here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome on in. It is your boy El Parcero Philly. Today we are at another episode of Birds Talk. We're talking Dougie. We're talking Jonathan Gannon, State of Philadelphia. We're talking some bright hearted stories that's happening with some of our Eagles players. And of course, we're going to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about because today it is Bird Talk. We're keeping it birds and uh, we're at the end of the NFL season here, guys. So uh, we'll talk about it all here as my whiteboard has just fumbled. <laughs> Welcome in, guys. Before we dive into today's Bird Talk, real quick, guys, do me that salad. If you are watching this live on YouTube and you guys enjoy the content, just hit that like button. That would really do me a big favor. And of course, if you are a Philly sports fan, join on in the family if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel. We talk Philly sports all the damn time. From those birds, the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, and the Union. So make sure you guys join on in this family. And what's happening, TikTok? We got TikTok in the building. What's going on, guys? Do me a solid TikTok. Keep smashing that screen. Keep liking that liking this live here so we can push this out there's some more eagles fans and of course join on in this family as well follow we do philly sports content on here as well i really really appreciate you guys and i love you it's birds talk welcome tiktok welcome of course we, we do rebroadcast all these in podcast form if you guys are more interested in podcasts and you can find that under Owen philly sports and you can find that wherever you stream podcasts well ladies and gentlemen before we dive into today's birds talk it's actually uh another anniversary it is the four-year anniversary of the super bowl parade a couple of days ago, we celebrated the four-year anniversary of the Super Bowl win. And look, no one in Eagles Nation is going to doubt that this was one, this was one of the best days of our lives. Uh, for me, this is definitely top three best day of my life, waiting for that Super Bowl to finally happen. Uh, it's just at this point, like I've done this last year. I did this the year before, right? And at, at this point in my life now with the birds, like I want the next one. Like I, that was fun, but... You know, like seeing everything on Twitter, I'm like, are we going to do this every year? Like eight, uh, six years down the line, are we going to do this again? And then 15, 20, 30, like, are we going to continue doing this? Like, I don't want to be that fan base. Like, I don't want to be the Dallas Cowboys. Like, we like to we like to clown the Cowboys, but it's for a reason. Like, it's embarrassing those guys year in and year out continuing holding on to a Super Bowl that happened 26 years ago. Most of the fan base wasn't even alive for that last Super Bowl. And I don't want to I don't want to be that. I don't want to be a team looking at the past. But of course, we all we all are going to celebrate this in our own given right, because this is something that for a lot of us may be a once in a lifetime opportunity. But it's just a part of me is like we need to move forward. We need to go get that second Lombardi trophy. And that's kind of where I'm at. But, hey, listen, happy, happy uh, parade anniversary. It was a lot of fun. It was honestly one of the most surreal days. I kind of talked about this before. During the Super Bowl, I, I was a little, I was a little drunky poo. All right, I had a, I had a couple. Uh, I think I was drinking Heineken's or Miller Lights. I forget what I was drinking that night. It might have been Bud Lights. Dilly dilly. Um, but uh, on the parade, I was, I was as sober as a cat. I was extremely sober. I didn't have one ounce of uh, one. I didn't have one sip of alcohol because I wanted to take it all in. And you know, I had fans all around me, drunk as hell, high as hell, whatever it may be, whatever substance that they were on. But just being sober. And taking in that moment, seeing Jason Kelsey take giving that speech, um, seeing the guys go down broad, I was right on. So it, I don't know. Where, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't on broad. I was on on the on the parkway. I don't know where you guys were at, but on the parkway, um, you know, seeing the guys, seeing the tour bus kind of slow down and stop as they uh, as they do the, their speeches up in the art museum. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was a cold day. Uh, I was very. It was very crowded. Uh, I mean, you, you could see miles and miles and miles of people. And it was a lot of fun. 
Um, but these are memories that honestly I don't need to, you know, constantly talk about uh, every year when these day day comes. Like every now and then, I'll think to myself, like, wow, remember, remember the parade? Uh, remember when when uh, when Megan had to go find a porter potty and couldn't find one, so we had to get a couple of females to sta- stand around her so she could be in the middle. Like those type of things, those type of stories, I'll never forget. And then uh, we don't have, I don't know, we just, I, I'm just. I'm just thinking, you know, I just don't want to beat the Dallas Cowboys at the end of the day. That's really where I'm at here. But uh, let's talk about this current Eagles team. I wanted to start off. Uh, we really, you know, today we still have a, a week left for the NFL season to finally be over. Um, but really, we just have a lot of coaching news to go around. Uh, obviously, I want to start off with Jonathan Gannon here today. Uh, Jonathan, uh, it was out of the Houston job, I believe, two days ago. Houston informed he will not be the head coach. Yesterday, the Texans announced that Lovey Smith and Lord Brunson, shouts out to Lord Brunson if you guys subscribe to his YouTube channel. If you haven't already, make sure you do. He does great uh, uh, Eagles talk on YouTube. He put it perfectly on Twitter. Like, that was Adam Schefter and a couple of reporters announcing uh, the Lovey Smith hiring. They didn't even, like, want to give him the proper respect that he is due. This man coached in the Super Bowl. This man was a formidable coach. And in the last, like, 20 years of the Chicago Bears, he was the best coach for the Chicago Bears since Mike Dicka. And a lot of people hold high regards for Mike Dicka. And he was the best coach they had. Let's give Lovey Smith a little bit of respect. Now, the hiring for the Texans, to me, kind of shows where they're at. Um, it's a, it's an, it's honestly a weird one. Like, Lovey is coming from a college gig where it was a subpar uh, job he was doing over in Illinois. And, you know, sometimes coaches do lose their touch. And I think that with Lovey, he's kind of lost his touch over the years. Now, we'll see, because Houston... You know, what they did with David Culley was was unexplainable and it was honestly disgraceful. And they 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 axed him after one season. Now here with Lovey Smith, I do like this move because it, it brings it, it brings a new culture to this team. He brings discipline. He brings a winning culture to this team. How much winning we'll we'll see about that. But obviously, this is a, a this is a completely decimated roster. This roster is pretty damn bad for the Houston Texans. So I do think that Jonathan Gannon has he, he dodged a bullet. He dodged a really big bullet there. And now, you know, we redirect into next season. Jonathan is going to be back. The speculation's over, you know. Go get uh, Vic Fangio. Go get Brian Flores. Nah, it's going to be Jonathan Gannon, my guy. He's going to be staying here with the birds. So, uh, look, I've been very critical of Jonathan Gannon. We've talked about this. You guys know this very well. The way he started off the season was not the way we anticipated it going into the season this man was dubbed as a de- defensive messiah he was going to change the way uh we look at defenses this and that the chip kelly of defenses you know whatever you want to call it he was he had a lot of expectations and to start it off it did not look so good you know and the tough part is you're going up against guys like tom brady pat mahomes justin herbert Dak prescott some really solid quarterbacks and to start it off when you're giving those guys over 80 percent of completion I don't know, man. That's that's pretty damn bad, man. That, that's that, that's definitely alarms going ringing in, in your head. So I will say he did get better. His play call got a lot better. The guys in the locker room started to trust him a little more. I mean, we heard Nick Sirianni, Fletcher Cox, uh, you know, voice their opinions and, and voice that laugh in media during uh, press conference towards Jonathan Gannon. So it definitely did not start off the right note, but he bounced back. This defense was a top 10 defense at the end of the season. Um, you know, take it for a grain of salt. They did play Taylor Haneke, um, uh, Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm. Uh, so, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. But in his first year, I do think they ended the season on a very bright note. 
I thought the way he handled the playoffs, obviously that first quarter against the Bucs, that was very damn bad. But they'd made a lot of adjustments, and if it wasn't for the offense not giving them any help, I mean, this defense kind of held their own for most of that game. So after that playoff loss, I felt pretty comfortable going into next season with Jonathan Gannon as my defensive coordinator, and I'm very intrigued to see what the Eagles do. We have an off a full offseason now to supplement Jonathan Gannon, whatever he needs on this defense, between the free agency period, draft period, and uh, – I'm sorry, free agency, yeah, free agency period, the draft period, and the trading period, if there's any trades whatsoever. So let's give Jonathan Gannon some young pieces. Let's 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 give him some help, and we'll see what happens going into next year. Um, he did show some nice things, like I said. I do think that the personnel wasn't to what his liking is. That's not an excuse. You got to work with what you have. But I do think that a full offseason, I, I do think that Jonathan Gannon can turn this thing around, and this could be a much better defense. Um, you guys know me. I want to continue building this team. I don't think that three first round defensive players is really what this team needs either. But I do think that Jonathan Gannon does need some help. And the Eagles really haven't changed much on this defensive staff or, or this coaching staff in general. Everyone's pretty much coming back. And that's really good news as well. Having that continuity, especially with those coaches and, and the connection with the players, that is very important as well. For Jonathan Gannon, he's going to have those defensive guys as well. And, and I just I just feel a lot more confident going into next season with Jonathan again. And maybe he turns out to be what we anticipated. Maybe. Let's give him a chance. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, well, from one former coach to another, um, I'm sorry, from one coach to a former coach, I should say, Dougie P, been in the news again. He got hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars to be their next head coach, which I believe is their seventh coach in franchise history, which is not bad for a team that's been around since like 96 or 95, I completely forgot when they when that expansion happened. But um, I'm really happy for Doug. First, first off, I mean, obviously, we just we started this off by talking about the four-year anniversary of the parade. Obviously, Doug Peterson, a big part of that. And now Doug Peterson, after a year away from the game, had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to recharge, rejuvenate, uh, spend a lot of time with family, uh, study the game, see the change of the NFL today. And it was an interesting hiring process it seemed as if you asked us two weeks ago, a lot of us thought that Dougie was going to have another season off from football. And then Byron left, which says no to the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's the whole rumor where he did not want Trent Baalke. He didn't want to work with Trent Baalke as his general manager. And the Jags went in a different direction and they went with Doug Peterson. Uh, I think it's clear as day. If you saw the situation, this was not Jacksonville's top option. I do think that the top option um or I'll sh I should say one of the top options was Brian Leftwich. Uh, everyone wants to go for those young hot coordinators, and Byron has been dubbed as one of those guys. But now instead, what they do is I think they they get something that's better than Byron Leftwich. Not saying that Byron Leftwich won't be a good coach, but I think for right now, after the mess you went with with Urban Myers, that was an absolute atrocity. What you what you brought into your franchise. You got your franchise quarterback, right? Well, we'll see. We don't know. I shouldn't say that because we do not know if Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback. On paper and what we have seen, he can be a franchise quarterback. But this is why you go out and hire Doug Peterson. You needed to. I think Doug Peterson is a better fit because you need to get a surefire thing. Doug has a lot of respect in this league right now. He's won a Super Bowl. He knows how to get guys to play together. And he, and, and like he said in his press conference, they're not probably going to win games right away, but the goal is still to win games, and they're going to build it. They're going to build this thing, and I, and I think that for Jacksonville, they made the right decision. Of course, really what is going to be the difference here is the relationship between Doug 
and Trent. Now, Trent has a bad track record right now from the mess that went down um, at the end of the uh, their. I don't know what you would call that era, the the, uh, the golden era where they made the AFC Championship game. From that downfall to last year with Urban Meyer, and now we are in the Doug Peterson era of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, what kind of team is Trent going to build around Doug? Now, from what I have seen and what I've heard, it seems like Doug will have more of an input than what he had here in Philadelphia. We all know part of the downfall of Doug Peterson here in Philly was Doug wanted more of a voice. Doug wanted more part of the team building. And, you know, me like, listen, I'm with Howie on this. I did not feel confident going into 2021 with my defensive coordinator being Matt Burke and my offensive coordinator being Press Taylor. So I agreed with Howie and Jeffrey that at that instance. But the dude did win a fucking Super Bowl for this goddamn city. He deserved a little bit more of a say of how this roster was going to be built. And they did not give that to him. So. It seems as if now with Jacksonville, he's going to get a little bit of a say with this coaching staff. We all remember back in 2016, he did not really get much of a say. Jim Schwartz was going to be the guy there. Um, they did. I think that they got an agreement with Frank Wright, but the, the 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 emphasis on offense was building a good quarterback room. They got Filippo, They got Frank Wright. And of course, Doug Peterson as well, being really familiar with the quarterback position. And you saw the theme there. And I'm, and it looks like the thing, same thing is going to happen in Jacksonville. It looks like Mike Caldwell will be the defense coordinator. That was reported right beforehand, uh, recording this. Mike Caldwell will be the defense coordinator down in Jacksonville. I saw he's looking at Pep Hamilton and Press Taylor, Pressy boy, linking back up with Doug Peterson. So we'll see what he does. Uh, as I don't know if he'll be there as an offensive coordinator or offensive assistant. I know that Doug has also looked at Pep Hamilton. Um, so it's good to see that Doug is getting his, his opportunity to build a staff that he's more comfortable with. Now, the downfalls here in Philadelphia, obviously, we all look at the 2020 season, the mismanagement of Carson Wentz, the continuing of passing the ball when it was clear as day. You had a team that could run the ball at an efficient rate. And I think Nick Sirianni proved that this past year with a lot of the same personnel. And yeah, it, it's sometimes the Eagles want a yes man, but you know, being walked over all the damn time is not a, always a good look. And I do think that Doug has learned a lot from his Eagles days. I do think Doug has learned from what the NFL has been doing over this past year as he watched from the sideline. And I think that as long as Trent bulky gives them good pieces to work with, I think Jacksonville has themselves a great, great, great coach that hopefully will be there for more than five seasons. That was what he was here for in Philadelphia. You know, obviously, um, you know, in Philadelphia, when it comes to coaching, obviously, uh, for a lot of the younger fans, they don't remember Dick Vermeil. And personally, obviously, I don't remember Dick Vermeil. But I was a youngster when Dick Vermeil uh, won the Super Bowl with the Rams. But then also, I, I witnessed him with the Kansas City Chiefs as well. But if you ask any older head in Philadelphia, especially an Eagles fan, they love Dick Vermeil. Dick Vermeil is still loved heavily here in this city. Um, and that same goes with Andy Reid as well. And the same thing's going to go with Doug Peterson. When he, I will, when they come to Philadelphia, I expect nothing but love for Doug Peterson. And we know what's even going to be a lot more fun is watching Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Indianapolis Colts and Frank Reich and Carson Wentz twice a year. That is going to be fun. I'm definitely circling both of those games on my calendar, along with all the other fun games with the Philadelphia Eagles. So that should be a lot of fun. So congratulations to Doug Peterson. I wish you nothing but the best. And I will low-key 
be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan because we still love you, Dougie. We still love you. Um, and uh, last but uh, last but not least, before I get to some of your comments, questions, concerns, guys, I wanted to discuss uh, the Anthony Harris stuff. It's an absolute beautiful story. If you guys haven't heard any uh, heard about it, um, I believe her last name was Soap. I forgot her first name, of course. Literally this early today, and I completely forgot her name. But uh, Little Miss Soap, uh, unfortunately, uh, lost her father and her grandfather. Um, it within the span of the same year, from my understanding. And so there was a daughter and, and, uh, and father dance that was going on in her hometown in Texas. And uh, Audrey Soap, Audrey Soap. Um, so there was a father and daughter dance going on in, te- in her hometown in Texas. And she obviously was not going to go because she had no father figure to kind of take her. Uh, so her mom, Holly, went to social media and the power of social media. Social media can be so positive, like what we're going to talk about. It could be so negative as well. But this is one of those great positive moments. Holly went to social media to try to get a hold of Anthony Harris, who is apparently Audrey's favorite player. Anthony got hold of this and he went all the way down to Texas while he's still in the Philadelphia area. He paid for limo service dress, makeup, everything, took her to this dance, gave this little girl a very special night who's had a very tough night. This girl's 11 years old. She is going, she's part of a womanhood. She's going through going through puberty as you know, I guess a lot of us older folks can know what puberty is like. Man, it could be a wild, wild time. That could be a very devastating moment. And Anthony Harris giving this young girl something really to look forward to. I thought that was such a beautiful these are the type of stories that makes me love sports even more. Be the human aspect of sports is so underrated. And for Anthony Harris using his platform to make someone's day, make someone's life. It is truly, truly remarkable, but it is absolutely, absolutely great to see. So, shouts out to Anthony Harris. What's going on, guys? We got Phil in the building. What's happening, Phil? DSM Media in the building. What's going on? Guys, Phil's been killing it with trending in the AM. If you guys have not checked that out, make sure you guys check that out. Um, every Monday through Friday, 8.30 in the morning, he's absolutely destroying it. We got the Philly Sports Talk podcast. What is happening, brother? What's going on, my man? Go birds. Go birds. What's up, TikTok? What's going on, guys? Listen, guys, this is the one time we're talking football. I know you the effort, love damn football, so we're talking football. If you got any Eagles, any NFL questions, obviously it's Super Bowl week. Definitely let them, let us know, man. Let us know. What's up, Philly fan? We got Philly fan in the building. What's happening? What's going on? What's up, baby? We got Juan in the building. Yo, what's going on? Juan, everything's going great, brother. I hope all, all is well with you, my man. Hope all is well with you. Let's go. Let's go. Devontae Smith. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get him. Get him. That's right. Let's go. Uh, insightful Manny. Happy Black History Month. Same to you, my man. Same to you. Shouts out to all of our beautiful black brothers and sisters. Amen. Uh, Philly fan, I did hear about Alvin Kamara. That is absolutely wild. Look, I thought, I think it's a brilliant idea putting sports in Vegas. It, it is a bigger, bigger and bigger market as these years go on, but Man, oh man, these athletes do not know how to contain themselves <laughs> over there. It is absolutely wild. I mean, we've heard all the stories with the Raiders. Now Alvin Kamara beating up guys while for the Pro Bowl game. Like, what the heck is absolutely going on, man? It is wild. It is wild. Uh, sub packet, go birds. Go birds. Let's get it. Let's get it. King at Mr. Burr. If you're if you're giving us lies here, my man, that is that is definitely not okay. But I'll, I'll give it a quick look. 
because that is big Philly sports news. Of course, my laptop is taking a minute. Uh, that is a lie. That is a uh, bold lie. Uh, hold on. Okay, there. That is that is a lie. It, there's definitely talks. I mean, obviously, I think this is going to happen up until a trade deadline time. But that's not cool, King Mister Burger. That's definitely not cool, man. I definitely did a due diligence because it is the it, it it is a big Philly sports topic right now. Uh, but James Harden is still in Brooklyn. Ben Simmons is still in Philadelphia. We'll talk about that tonight, guys. If you want to talk about James and Ben and trade deadline time tonight after the Sixers game. We'll be doing our Sixers recap. It is a very big game, despite all the trade deadline rumors. But we will be talking about the Sixers versus the Suns after the game, and we'll also be talking about the trade deadline stuff. So if you guys want to talk Sixers, you guys want to talk James, you guys want to end, stay tuned for after that game recap. We'll discuss all that stuff there tonight. But um, going forward, guys, we're going to keep doing every week, especially with the Eagles. Um Obviously, the Phillies, we don't know when their all season is going to end, but we'll be doing weekly videos for both of those teams uh, throughout this offseason to kind of keep you guys updated, keep the talk going. Uh, the unions start their season in about two weeks or three weeks, uh, so we'll be doing weekly videos leading up to the season. We'll we'll be doing our as usual previews, reviews, and any major news that are going on with the union. So that's how the content's going to work next. So after this week is over, after this uh, week is over, obviously the NFL season will be done. Super Bowl will be done. So the all season will officially start next Monday, and that means we'll go full force in the free agency uh, content, a lot of draft content as well. I'll give you guys both of those, and anything that kind of happens with the birds, uh, we'll we'll continue doing that. Um, at, with weekly videos as the offseason progresses for the Philadelphia Eagles. To do it for today, Eagles guys. Seriously, thank you so much for 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 joining on in. You guys, if you guys want to talk about certain topics with the birds, let me know in the comments. We'll keep it in mind for next week's Eagles uh, talk. But make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe to the channel for more Eagles and more Philly sports. Join the family for all your Philly sports talk. And of course, you can find us wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. You can find it under Oi in Philly Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Parcero Philly, and I am telling you guys, go Birds! Talk to you guys next week.